here, the author of The Beautiful Mess. Everyone loves reading books no matter what age. My website, missymartai.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of 360 Wisdom Speaks. And our guest today, calling in from sunny Florida, is Melissa Martai. And she is going to share some wonderful things today. But first, Nicole is going to read a short bio so you have an understanding of who Melissa is. Melissa has been writing since the age of five when she wanted to compose a poem to her brother about being a nice sister. But she ended up writing about being a my sister. That might have been her first realization that we don't always live up to our own expectations. It certainly wasn't her last. Over the years, Melissa has learned to turn life's trials and tragedies into triumphs and testimonies. Now she regularly shares her insights and her passion for life through her social media blog, encouraging readers from all over the world along with her own journeys to loving themselves. Whenever I read your post, one reader comments, it's like I'm reading a novel. Not just a novel, but an interesting one. Melissa lives in Bonita Springs, Florida. She loves spending time with her friends and her amazing family, including her five kids, son-in-law and grandson. Welcome to the show, Melissa. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm pretty excited to be here. Um, well, I don't even know where to start. I... All, well, to we're going to start you where you are today. Start me where I am. So, so today, yeah, so share with the audience. Okay. I'm in Florida working, um, doing speaking engagements for women um, via internet and also in person. I like to uh, talk to them about getting unstuck in your patterns of life. Um, my first book that I wrote, Beautiful Mess, was about loving yourself and the journey that it is to actually accepting who you are, which was a huge one for me. And I know I'm not alone in that just because of the society that we live in today. So I started with that. Now my new book that's coming out is about getting unstuck, getting um, out of those patterns that we find ourselves in um, based off of a lot of times whether or not you have that feeling of self-worth that you need to have. So. I speak and I, when I'm not speaking or writing, which is a lot of the time, I like to go out and kayak, uh, walk along the beach a few times a week because I find that it gives me a good perspective. It helps me see life as it really is, as opposed to the way sometimes I get in this tunnel vision of thinking it is. So, you know, I think the audience can relate with that too, because that tunnel vision just kind of like shows up out of nowhere and you're like, Oh man, I just need a break. And you you get so involved with the chaos of the world. It's like nature has a way of taking that chaos and just bringing that peace back. You know, Nicole and I both share that passion as well as being out there in nature and, uh, and living out here in Wyoming. We see nature out our front window every day. The antelope come and they run across the yard out the window here. It's just like, oh yeah. You know, and it lightens things up, right? You know, you mentioned in your in your first book, you know, about the mess. You know, when you 
share with your clients and you're working with people and you're writing your stories that you're writing, you know, and because we all live in a mess. We all have our own mess. So when you're working with someone, whether you're teaching a class or giving a talk or doing a one-on-one -on -one with someone, how do you converse with them? How, how has your passion for writing and working, you know, through your own journey, help you to help others start that journey and that pathway to understanding what their, you know, so-called mess is and let it be okay to say, you know, Houston here has got a mess. What can you do, Melissa, to help me get past that? How do you share that with your audience? So how I start with people is just being real and being honest, because I think that that's where it all begins, is when you're honest with yourself. Um, you have to be able to look inside and know that you are not alone in your messes, if you will, because as you said before, everyone has something that happens in life. It's what you do with it that matters. And I like to just meet with people and say, you know, you're not alone. I've been there. Everyone has been at a point in their life where they realize there's things that need to change, that you can't keep going the way you're going, or you're going to keep repeating the same patterns over and over again. And you have to stop looking at yourself as a victim and start looking at yourself as the person that's going to get you out of that because you're the one actually that's allowing the situations because you're not looking inside you're looking externally instead. So we, we like to look at other people and think that their life is perfect. And, oh, if I had this or, oh, if I could be that, then X, Y, Z is going to happen. And that's not factual because you don't know what's going on in that other person's life. So you have to just start with you. When you think about messes, you got to look at yourself and stop looking at everything else around you. So that's where I start with them. So, and that's what I had to you know, do. No, that's a great. Go ahead. Sorry. That's a great place to start because, you know, it is, it all starts with the self. And if we're living our life, trying to be what everybody else wants us to be, what happens? We lose sight of who we are to become who we are. Exactly. Right. And to be able to say, you know what? It's really not that much of a mess. It's a learning curve. Right. And when you can recognize that it's time to change, because you know, change isn't always easy. And, and then it's kind of scary because, well, what if nobody likes the new me? You know, it doesn't matter as long as you like the new me. There's going to be someone out there that's going to follow and say, wow, this person has it all together. Kind of like what you're seeing with others saying, wow, they got it all together. I should have some of that. Well, right. you know what? Is it real? Is it the facade? So becoming true to yourself and walking that expression of who you are. So, you know, when, when you look at that and, and helping, you know, your clients start to face those things and letting them become real. And when that starts to happen, what do you see blossom out of that person when all of a sudden you've gave them a space to say, oh, She's not going to judge me. I can just say what I want and she's going to help me and see things maybe that I don't. When you see that happen in your client, you know, how does that make you feel? And where does that then give you the opportunity to take them to go to that next level? So I love when I get to talk to people and just be real with them, because I think that when you're real with other people, they feel safe to be real with you. 
And that's key. So I love when they can get real with me because then I know that they see a genuineness in my heart and in my passions for them. I love to hear other people's stories and um, I get encouraged by other people's stories and I get humbled by a lot of people's stories. Um, you know, we all walk through different things in life and we think ours is the worst or whatever. And that's not, it's not always true. I and mean, sometimes it can be, but it's not. And I like to just experience from their perspective. And I, I like to tell them, you know, um, there's a few things that I learned in my life. And the first thing is you ask questions that you already know to people. And when you're seeking out advice from other people, you really know in yourself what the answer is. You're just looking for somebody to validate what you have inside. And um, sometimes they're not going to because what you are thinking is really not right because you're stuck in this mindset of, oh, I, I can't do any better or I can't have any better. Um, for example, I had a job that I worked at and I was mistreated on a daily basis. And I allowed that to happen because I didn't think that I could get a better job. And it wasn't true. And so I'd ask everybody, you know, what should I do? And they're like, I knew that I needed to quit. I knew I needed to walk away. It was toxic, but I wanted everybody to say, oh no, you're doing the right thing. You know, stick it out. You're tough, blah, blah, blah. And really I needed that hard answer of, like you said, change is hard. You have to be courageous to make changes. You have to be brave. And that's hard to do. And especially when you're a single mom of five kids and you're like, oh, you want me to quit my job? Are you kidding me? You know, <laughs> that's, um, that's a lot to ask. <laughs> but you know, deep down inside, that's exactly what you need to do. So I say, don't ask a question that you really already know the answer to just to get external validation. You know, you have to have that, that knowing in yourself and you do actually know in yourself what the right answer is, I believe. Yeah, that, and that is so true. And, and what you're just sharing here is something that everyone can relate to at some point in their life, you know, and it is that validation because you want to feel, you want to feel right. You want to feel like you're doing the right thing. And if uh, coming from the outside, just because someone says, you know, oh yeah, stay in it, you know, you're getting paid good. Well, you know, sometimes it doesn't matter what you're getting paid. It's like my my sanity and, and my passion and my love and my who I am is getting destroyed in the process. And I'm sure some of the stories that you're hearing, you know, and to be able to share with others and to help them recognize what the debt, what that destruction is and let them be able to express that. Yeah. And then giving them advice to say, you know, in, in the end, it's your choice. Yes. You well, know, let me give you perspective, a different yeah. perspective. I want to capitalize on that perspective a little. Yes, it's true. And, and, and it is nice to have outside perspective. And really, truly, your friends and your family that know you the best, they are, they're going to be honest with you. But like I say, it's, they're not always going to tell you what you want to hear. So like you go to them, I have a friend my best friend. And she says, don't be an asshole, Melissa, don't be an asshole. And I'm like, what is that supposed to mean? And what she means by that is don't ask a question and um, know that I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. And then just keep asking the same question until you think I'm going to give you the right answer that you want. You know, just, I'm going to be real with you. And so if you have to put yourself in that position to actually honor what they're seeing, because sometimes we get that tunnel vision and we think, oh, I have to have this job, or I have to stay in this relationship, or I'm going to miss out on that, and, and we don't have the right perspective. So I say that, you know, you, you do ask questions to your friends, but you, 
don't always want the answer, but you need it, you know? So. And a, a friend, I mean, a true friend is going to give you that blunt answer. Mm -hmm. The one that hits below the belt, so to speak, right? You know, and someone who is just a fluff, fluff, foo, foo, and 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 they're kind of looking for that same kind of answer, you know. Tell me what I want to hear, but don't tell me what the truth is, right? Right. Right. Yeah. So, so I, I like to talk to them about committing to themselves. You know, you make a commitment to yourself the way you commit to other people, and you'll see change in your life because a lot of us run around. And we are actually pouring from an empty cup. We're not filling ourselves up and taking care of ourselves. And we're giving to everybody else. And you lose a little bit more of yourself every day that you do that. You know, you, because you can't pour from an empty cup. You, you, it, you're not going to get anything. So you think that you're being um, helpful to others when you're really not because you you don't have anything left to give because you're not taking care of who you are so so you have to love yourself in order to fix your messes because loving yourself makes you go oh no I need to set that boundary oh no I need to I need to make this change because you know it's not good for you you know that's so true as well and that's where the courage comes to step up to the plate and really because we we're our own best friend our own worst enemy and yeah. we judge ourselves horrendously but again it's that word self meaning self-care self everything it begins with the self and i really love how you said you can't give from an empty cup you can't pour when there's nothing there to pour you know so it's that percentage and always ask yourself how much do I care about myself? How much do I like myself? How much do I love myself? You know, what is it that I do have to give? Is if you're if you're wanting to give a hundred percent outside of yourself and you only have 40% or 60% or 70% or even 98% inside, you cannot give a hundred percent. So it's always about that personal growth, that personal advancement. So when you're sharing with your clients and you're, you're giving them, you know, their little pep talk and, and helping to build that, that confidence and that courage, you know, to really go out there and take care of themselves, you know, how do you tell someone? How do you share that? I shouldn't say tell because that's we don't want to be told. But how to share with someone to really start looking inward to start really take care of who we are internally so that we can express that externally. So I took up yoga since I've been down here and we do this beach yoga thing and I learned how to breathe. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but just to slow down long enough to breathe and to just relax and take everything in and then let everything out. And um, I think that a lot of people forget to do that. So I like to tell my clients to do that because when you slow down and you really just breathe, everything else falls away. All of the, all of the expectations of other people, all of the expectations of your job, anything that you know is, is pressing on you and you get to see who you are and what you really truly want. And that's where it starts. You know, you have to know what you want. You have to, that's what incurs change is knowing who you want to be and, and just being at peace with that and not letting people take little bits and pieces away from you. You fill that up in yourself and say, 
here I am, this is what I have to offer. And the people that want it are like, oh, that's amazing, you know? And I found like in my life, what I would do a lot of times is I would run around and I would go do errands, like I was in a relationship and I would run around and do errands and take care of everything for this person and I wouldn't do anything for myself. So by the time they got home, everything was perfect for them. And I'm this huge stress ball and I'm just like, you know, and I was no good to them at that point, you know? So it didn't matter that I'd done all of X, Y, and Z for them because I was not anybody anyone wanted to be around because I was just like, <laughs> so you can't do that. Uh, I can laugh at that. No, oh no. gosh, it's so true. <laughs> so, um, I think self-care is so overused. I think people get confused on it. And self-care doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get a massage or go get your nails done or your that's all fine and good, but that's like on top. That's like the that's like the that's the, the extra stuff. Basic self-care is knowing when you need to take a nap, knowing when you need to tell somebody no and not feel bad because you're not giving them what they want. You're doing what's best for you. That is, that is the essence of the very beginning of self-care. And for me, for the longest time, I didn't do that. You know, with five kids, it's really hard to <laughs> have the self-care or discipline. Make sure that you're doing that, uh, truthfully. So I failed on many fronts. I was never where I am today <laughs> for like 40 years. So I'm not going to say that I've always been like this, you know, big person. I always thought, you know, self-care, oh, go to the gym for five hours. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about loving yourself and knowing when you need to rest and knowing that it's okay to rest and tell people no. So that is so good. Tell yourself no as well, right? Yeah. And just really, you know, set an appointment with yourself, you know. So there's a lot of things that can happen in that self care. And like you said, it's not about going to get your hair done and your nails done, it's not that exterior, it's the interior. So, Melissa, we are going to take a short break right now. And when we come back, we're going to find what led you to this. We're going to hear your story. So, for now, we'll be back shortly. Melissa Martai is an international number one best-selling author and speaker. She has been writing since the age of five when she wanted to compose a poem to her brother about being a nice sister. And that turned into being a mice sister. That was her first realization that we don't always measure up to our own expectations, and it certainly wasn't her last. Over the years, Melissa has learned to turn life's trials and tragedies into triumphs and testimonies. She regularly shares her insights and her passion for life through her social media blog, encouraging readers along their own journeys to loving themselves. Melissa touches lives around the world. She hears comments from followers around the globe. One guest shared this, whenever I read your post, it's like I'm reading a novel and not just any novel, but an interesting one. Melissa lives in Bonita Springs, Florida and loves spending time with her friends and her amazing family, including her five children, a son-in-law and grandson. She can be found on social media and her website is missymartai.com. So go ahead, go find her. You will be glad you did. All connecting links are listed alongside of this video and alongside of the audio. 
Welcome back to 360 Wisdom Speaks. Our guest today, Melissa Martai from Florida. Whew, she has been sharing some morsels of wisdom here, which is what the show is all about. And now Nicole is going to take over the second half of the show, and we're going to find a little more depth of how Melissa actually got to where she is today. There we go. Hi, Melissa. Listening to that conversation is just so great. You know, learning about you. I love learning about our guest and how they take their business and help the world, right? Business is heartfelt. Business has that, that creation. It's us. And when we're in that mode of creation, we vibrate at a higher level. And, and you know, as we create and allow ourselves to create, and that's right, you know, shining that solar plexus and that light of what is us, and we bring it to the world. And so we're, uh, our business is our baby. We, we blossom and, and birth our baby of creation into business, whether we're doing it alone or we're doing the business as a collaboration. And we were speaking earlier on your life's journey, you know, how you got here. Uh, you know, share with the audience what that soul's journey or that dark night of the soul when you were like, hey, you know what, I just can't do this anymore. I'm living as that imposter. I'm allowing those fear gremlins to sabotage me over and over and keep me in the comfort zone. I need to really break through my jar and look outside of that. You know, you, we feel like we're in that jar and we're stuck and that lid is so tight that the world is looking at us and we're just waiting for somebody to go pick it up off the shelf and open our jar and unseal it so we can come out. But it's really us that is keeping us trapped inside that jar. It's really up to us to really break through those fear gremlins and that sabotage and say, hello self, I got this. I can do this. I can move forward. I can live my happiest life. I can be prosperous. I can live in my purpose and my passion and have profit. How, how did you do that? What was that awakening moment for you? So I wrote my first book shortly after, well, actually it was a few years after I got divorced. And I was so proud of myself because I, I actually put it all out there for the whole world. You know, these are my my failures, how I grew and how I learned to love myself. And I was, was kind of like on top of the world, if you will. And speaking to people and doing the things that I was supposed to be doing. And what ended up happening is when I got down here to Florida, um, you know, the whole COVID thing was going on and, and I, I got into a relationship again that was not healthy for me. And I felt like I didn't need to go on and keep talking to people and sharing with people. And that was really my, passion. my passion. And the reason I started writing and, and doing blogs and things like that was to let people know they weren't alone in life and in the situations that we all find ourselves in, whether it be a relationship with a spouse or a family or whatever, um, I started the journey to reach out to people and then I wasn't worthy of reaching out to them because I found myself back in some of the similar patterns that I had just written a book on and I was like, this is not okay. And I had to really reevaluate. I had to get to the point where I would actually look at myself in the mirror and say, who are you? You know, who, who really are you and how are you going to get out of this? Because what you have to say, what you have to share is real. And we all will go up and down in life. Life is about ups and downs and, and changes and accepting that we're not perfect. We are going to make mistakes. And that doesn't take away from 
our value. It doesn't take away from our calling, what we're gonna to do to change the world. And my, my passion in writing these books is to help people so that they know that they're not by themselves. So I had to get a new support group and some more people around and, and, and start facing myself and realizing that even though I had thought I climbed the mountain, if you will, or arrived or whatever, I hadn't truly arrived. So I needed to reflect deeper and myself some more and strength to change, to truly change. And that was my aha, deep, dark soul moment because I, I wanted to be real with people and I wanted to make a difference regardless of struggles that I had going on in my life. We all have them. We have highs and we have lows. Our, our life is a journey. It's not a death. It is. It is. It, 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 it is. It is this wonderful, uh, beautiful, crazy ride, right? It's 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 just that journey that we kind of plug in. It's it's what we program into our lives and changing that program and shedding that skin and sharing that hey, we can move forward in this. We are emotional beings. We are meant to be sad, but we're meant to be happy. We're meant to cry, but we're meant to have laughter. And and when we put our face on. And sometimes that's important in the group or the people we're interacting with um, is to get through that moment in time. And the blessing is, is that when we learn to forgive ourselves and say, hey, you know what? Damn, I do matter. I am important. I am going to, you know, take the bull by the horns and really just GSD it. It's like in order to have that drive, drive your soul and feel that passion, right? You wanna do it like you're jumping off a cliff and just feel like, wow, this is amazing. Um, right. You know, but also not to stay into that, you know, in that shadow part of our life because we are all parts and pieces of fragmentation, uh, like a glass where if we put that together and we blow that glass with a heavy torch, we can create and shift into something beautiful with that full spectrum of light and color and that energy the energy changes the moods change and you know that journey now that you're on you're on and you're writing another book you have another book coming out right uh yeah. you know now you're a speaker now you can share your heart's truth now you can uh you know you open up your throat chakra and share that story that those little stories that you wrote your brother right and how, you know, hey, I could be a mice, I could be nice. You know, I could be in a house, I could be with a spouse, right? What do you like, right? You can have fun with it and it's laughing and you share that. We all have moments in time, but it's going back at that and being able to laugh and also being able to learn so we can not do that one more time, bang our head on the wall again, because I'm doing this again, right? Moving on, but rewarding ourselves, allowing ourselves to take a nap, allowing ourselves to sleep and being human. And, and for you, how have you changed and how has it changed in your writing and your soul's journey when you allowed yourself to have that soul's moment, to leap into who you are? I love that you asked that question, actually, because when I when I first got down here and I was starting, I was actually starting my second book when I moved to Florida, and um, it was called You Are More, was how I originally titled it, and the more was made original regardless of expectations, and the whole premise was about body image and, and accepting yourself and, and not conforming to, you know, what society thinks and 
people say about you. And so I kind of had this fist in the air, like worthy, because I'm a bigger girl and, you know, blah, 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 you know, and it was almost like, rah, you know, and since the whole falling down and the crashing of the waves around me, literally down here and realizing that my perspective was so way off and I'd made myself a victim when really I didn't have to be. I mean, it, it changed the way I, um, I rewrote a lot of the book in, in a much better perspective, if you will, because I, I, I got a different perspective and I'm not so much like, you have to like me, but you know, it was more just, I, I like me. And so it changed the whole dynamic of the book. And I think it's, it's much more, uh, relatable now and it's it's less I had somebody describe my first book as a whiny autobiography <laughs> <laughs> yes they did somebody very close to me that I love oh, no. like wow okay that was harsh <laughs> um, but it made me kind of go back and look at how I had written this new book and and how do I really want people to to take this do I want them to take it as you know, fist in the air, you know, you will accept me, blah, 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 or take it as we're all made beautiful and different and perfect in and of who we are. And we are all worthy simply because we are. And that was the message I really wanted to convey, but not how it came across the first time. Right, right. You know, and hey, thanks for sharing that. That's real, right? You know, we yeah. you were talking earlier with Beverly about you need that friend who tells you bluntly, just not working. It's just not you, right? And and you say it in the way that works for for you. You know, hey, we're just girls. Let's let's share this truthfully, but we can all laugh about it later. Hey, maybe that's not your color. Hey, maybe that's not. But this is better, right? Yeah. You gotta have that choice. But here's the other option that you're offering the friend. Hey, this is how I see you. This when you tell me this message isn't really that clear. If I don't see that message or hear that message or receive that message in clarity, then people who don't know you aren't going to receive that message in clarity. And right now we have been so activated. We're all triggered and we're all <laughs> activated and we all want to, you know, pound our fist. But when it comes to fighting, uh, we can't show up at the park to kind of take that fight and and deal with it one on one. We want to get everybody behind us, right? Uh, so they cheer us on, and then everybody forgets about the fight. But the the, the fight is within us. The fight is within uh, that we how we make it, and it's that warrior spirit inside that you want to share, um, but you don't want to kind of pummel into somebody's, you know, uh, you know, start throwing rocks at them and whatnot. If you don't love, and that's important you said that, because if you don't love you, if right. you don't see your uniqueness, if you don't see that you're great no matter what size you are or that, hey, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking good, I'm feeling good, and I accept myself. If you don't accept yourself, why should they? It's none of their business. It's none of their darn business whether they like that or not right and mm -hmm. you know i'm that blunt person that shares that with people but yet sharing that in a way that clients can be relatable right in that mm -hmm. way it's like look if you get past this point and and you 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 move forward you stop being triggered and you stop being the victim and you put on your big girl panties and you walk out that door and you say, hey, here I am, love me for who I am. And here I am, I'm loving myself, whatever. People will either 
flock to you or they'll move to the other side of the sidewalk and look the other way, right? That's just what it is and let it be. So if they, they don't like that, that's okay. There's so many millions of people who will get on that bandwagon with you. And that's the important part. And you've obviously moved that and crushed it and moved forward with it and said, hey, here I am. I'm ready to share this. I'm ready to love myself. It's in your authenticity. It's in that that people will follow that business. And now people are going to support you with their money. That's just the way it is. They're going to put some money down. They're going to follow you. They're going to prop you up. They're going to share it with friends. And that's what we want people to do. And if they're doing that, then, you know, that's how we make growth. That's how we grow our business. But with that, I'm going to let Beverly come in because I know she has a few more things to ask you so you can share your book and some great tips with our audience. Well, you know, that's a fantastic story, Melissa. And like you said, <clears throat> the change that happened. And sometimes it takes a drastic move, like moving from one part of the country to another and to see things differently, you know, and oh my goodness, it just took me back to when I started. I was out there, man, I was going to, I was going to soccer punch the world because <laughs> I'm not going to be this person that had no identity and I'm going to make sure you know who I am. Right? And yeah. it's like, oh my gosh, you know, but you have to, it's like, it's like, that's that part where that pendulum swings. And then you come back into that harmony. And that's when the real magic happens. So don't deny that. Give yourself that opportunity to move through those phases. And you can move through them in a short time or in a long time. <laughs> so to be able to get that message in a book now, like you said, I don't want to be that whining continued story. You know, the whiner's gone. And now the real messenger is here, right? And that's the difference. So, you know, with your new book coming out, it's going to be great. But first, we're going to ask you to share with the audience, like three tips to help them today, just from the message you delivered here, what are three things that you can share with the audience to help them start maybe looking or changing a perspective, you know, to really become their authentic self? What are three things that they can start to do? And then when you get finished with that, we'll go into, um, I know you have a beautiful offer for them and that's exciting and talking about your new book and what you have to do. So first off, let's give them three tips so they can get started and then give them something they can go on. All right, the very first and the very most important tip that I would give to anybody is um, you're happier when you're not lying to yourself, period. Be real with yourself, be honest, be true, and don't sugarcoat with yourself who you are and what you want out of life. Just don't do it because you're taking away your authenticity when you do that. When you allow other people to define you or other circumstances to define you, that's when you have a problem. So number one, don't lie to yourself. Be real, be genuine, be authentic, be you, and be proud of who you are because your uniqueness, no one else is going to be like it, period. Um, the second one is if you want to change, if there's changes you want, it has to be because you want it, not because you're hoping for an end goal of pleasing somebody else or, or thinking you're going to get a better job or the, the change has to start within and it has to be something that you want. 
because circumstances change, life changes, relationships change. And if you're always looking for external validation, you're never going to be happy. You're never going to arrive. You're never going to get out of that stuck phase because you're not being true to who you are. You're trying to please other people. And then the third one would be live in the present. Stay in today. Don't look in the past and don't go, oh, I made this mistake and I made that mistake. And I'm because you're self-sabotaging at that point because you're looking back, you're sticking yourself. You're like saying, I can't get past this. And you have to be able to look at today and who you are today just to have a vision for tomorrow. You have to see who you are for right now and say, not looking back. I'm only going to look at now and forward. Wow, that is so awesome. You know, it's like you say, don't lie to yourself. You know, lie to the world. No. But don't lie to yourself, right? <laughs> no, no, that's how I said. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, you know, it, it's true. I mean, you can share whatever, whatever story you want to present out here is whatever you want to give. But it's the lie that you tell yourself that is damaging, you know. And when you begin to become who you are, it's easier to be that expression of who you are. So you know, yeah, don't don't lie here. And really be true to yourself. There's there's that song, right? You can't please everyone, so you got to please yourself. And and again, that start that that's starting being that truth within as well, right? And then, you know, get out of the past. It's done. That's why they call it past. You don't know what your future is gonna be. So if you don't live in the present, your future is gonna look like your past, right? So those are three major tips, you know, that can be used in every aspect of your life, whether it's business, whether it's personal, whether it's friendship, you know, everything that you do. So, Melissa, share with the audience this little offer you have and this amazing book that's going to just take the world by storm. Okay, so if you go to my website, which is thebeautifulmess55.com, so that's the word the beautifulmess55.com. Um, on the front landing page, if you go and you subscribe to my blog, my daily blog in, with your email, I will send a copy, a free copy of my first book, The Whiny Autobiography, um, <laughs> to everyone. <laughs> Not only will you get that, but I am going to um, offer a discount when the new book comes out of 25% off of that book. So um, it's going to be a great read. And I hope everybody comes and gets to share it with me. Oh, how fun. So make sure that you guys get to her um, website, The Beautiful Mess 55. And get that book of hers. Get that whiny book and then see how many times you see yourself in there. Because we're all whiners, you know. That is so true. I love it. I love it to be able to say that and, and be that expression of it. It's so cool. And then definitely make sure that you get on her list, you know, and get that second book so you can see the beauty of being a whiny mess and turning into this beautiful blossoming soul that she's become and is making a difference in others' lives as well. All of Melissa's information is going to be attached to uh, this podcast as well. And Gosh, Melissa, we just want to say thank you so much for being here with us today and sharing this absolutely amazing journey. And Nicole, thank you 
for being on the show with us as well. And it's time to say 360 over and out. Bye, guys. Bye. Hello, and meet Melissa Martai. She is an author who started writing poems at the age of five. She is an international number one best-selling author. And she is also the mother of five children. Melissa wrote her first book, Beautiful Mess. And she loves reading books. Follow her on social media. Her website is missymartai.com. <laughs>